this is like it's like NPR. NPR, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. They used to do that on Saturday Night Live. National Public Radio. Welcome to Sweaty Balls. My <laughs> Sweaty Balls. Yeah, was you remember that Pete Sweaty? Yeah. Alec Baldwin was yes. Pete Sweaty. I don't remember his name, but yeah, yeah. I knew his last name was Sweaty, but I didn't know it was Pete. Yeah, Pete Sweaty. Oh, hey, we're live. Hey there, Facebook Shwe- world. It actually works. Sweaty balls. Um. Anyway, episode we are here. One fifty three. Episode one fifty three. Well on our way. Man, we're racking them up to five hundred. Who? Wh- who's doing that? I don't know if that's me. I don't know if that's you. All I, don't I know, know is, is I'm getting all kinds of oh. This is what it was. Snarf Talk Podcast is live now. Yeah, I'm going to watch it just to make sure that we are live. So here we are. It's bright as day out. It is day. It's crazy. Uh, the light is a, dimming. a night show. Uh, the light is going away, and uh, it is going to be nighttime. We're actually well past our normal recording time. I know. It's super late. Um, tonight... Our taste test. Yeah, we have another taste test. We never really gave you our review on the live show let's, um, last week. Let's do that because we forgot. Okay, last but week. But we did it on a Patreon. We did, but we'll do it. We can, Let's do it anyway. Yeah. We had Bud Light Seltzer. Hard Hard sodas. soda. Okay, yeah. listen. I don't know. We don't like Bud Light Seltzer. No. No, we don't. But we continually uh, review it for two reasons. One... Because they do a really good job at making these appealing, appealing packs yeah. that are like, oh, I want to know what is in the fall flannel collection. Correct. And it's good content. Yeah, it's I good content. Like. And they're always interesting flavors. So we're, we feel like we got to try them. And mm-hmm. most of the time, they're terrible. Yeah, the majority of the time, all of them are terrible. I, I, I would say 75% of what the pack is is normally terrible. And one of them is bearable. Yeah. The hard soda, I think, was the best of all the seltzer By packs far. we've had so far. By far the best pack that Bud Light has put out. There is a new one out, though, now that what? I want to try. What is it? Oh, shoot. They didn't have it at Casey's. No, but they had it at the gas station in, in Ottawa the other day when I stopped there. I'll look up and see what it was. It was like... It was like a summer breeze one or something Ooh, like that. Ooh, summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blows them in and the jasmine in her mind. Um, let me see what the new one is. We should we should figure this out. Um, well, oh, it's called Cocktail Hour. Ooh, well, that's interesting. And it has a Cocktail Hour variety pack, and it has lime margarita, tropical punch, strawberry something. Raisin? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a what a. I wouldn't put it past them. Watermelon. Oh, watermelon mojito. Okay. Strawberry raisin. That's that's a good <laughs> Strawberry one. Strawberry raisin. I think that's going to be my favorite. Clearly. <laughs> Why don't they have any <laughs> raisin flavored drinks? <laughs> because it's awful. Okay. Nobody actually likes raisins. I love raisins. No, you don't. I do. You, I I. Don't think you do. Nobody does. Nobody doesn't like raisins. Oh, I don't like raisins. I can eat them. It's a dried grape, Jerry. Yeah, and they taste like a dried. You crap. you don't like raisin bran? No. How many times have we went through this? Listen, cocktail hour, Bud Light Seltzer next week. Yeah, you, me, Bud Light Seltzer cocktail <laughs> hour. Thursday. Watermelon mojito, lime margarita, tropical punch, strawberry daiquiri. Okay, that sounds good. What was our review of the last? Uh, okay, one? hard soda. Best pack so far. In, yeah, but. in order from la- worst to best, my worst was orange cream soda. Mine wasn't. Mine was the uh, lime one. 
the oh, citrus the, one. The citrus, the yeah, sprite the, one. Yes, that one. It, just because it was like really boring. Oh, hey, Erica. It was her birthday the other day. Yes, and she's in uh, the state. She just went to a Cubs game today. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, congratulations for still being upright. Yes, and <laughs> functioning and watching this. I'm hopefully episode. going to a Sox game on Thursday. Are you? I have front row seats behind the dugout. My gosh. Yeah. You just have everything, don't you? Got them for free. Of course you did. Um, Adam says, I do. I do too, but I'm already married, Adam. And it's illegal in this state to be married twice. Twice. Yeah, you can't. You can't like married married to two people at once. You can be married twice, two times. Like separately. Oh, yeah, of course. You could be married seven times separately. But you can't be married twice at the same time. Isn't that, what is that, polygamy? Polygamy. That's you can do that in Utah though. Yeah, that's legal there, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen is, Sister Wives? No. That show is it legal in Utah though to be polygamous? Polym, polymic, poly, uh, poly, polygamous. Polygamous. <laughs> polygamous. No, I think it's uh, with a man and a woman to be polygamous. Wouldn't that be polyamorous? Yes. I think that's what that is. Well, polyamorous was the throuple. Is it yeah. legal? Is it legal <laughs> in Utah to be bi To be a bi polygamist? I don't know. I have no idea. Give I, me the answers, Jerry. I don't have those answers. You know how to Google faster than me. I don't understand. I, I guess why there's any laws at all. Why is there laws, Jerry? <laughs> why is there any law at all in this world? You know, why do people have to? Why adhere? do they always try to just constrain me and yeah. keep me in? Why can't we let just me be, be free? Me. Let me be me. You know, let me marry nineteen people yeah. at the same time. Let me murder. <laughs> I don't know. Let me drive fast. That's my problem. You can drive fast. So this is an interesting one. You can drive as fast as you want in whatever car you want with no license on your own private property. But it's when you go on a public road. Then you need to be licensed. Then you need to follow laws. Yeah. So you really, I mean, you you can't do much on your own property. No, unless you own a lot of property. Unless you're like, Bill Gates can do whatever the hell he wants in like the entire state. Like Ted Turner can drive all over Montana. Is Is it all connected though? I'm sure. You think so? Contiguous. The contiguous gay duo. <laughs> Did you know that's why um, Mitt Romney's family was Wait. dad was Mexican? Did you know Mitt Romney? Was, I I did like, know born him in Mexico. No, is that true? Yeah, yeah, he's Mexican American. Oh, I did not know that. Well, or his dad was. His dad was born in Mexico. One or the other. Do you know Mexican why? Mexican American. Don't do that. That's, no, that's from. Uh... You can do that. You can't do that oh anymore. my gosh. Do you realize what you did you can't in do the it last anymore, episode? <laughs> you said so many things that you shouldn't have said. Um, you can do that when you're singing the Cheech and Chong song. Okay, listen. They can do it because they're I can Latin, mimic them. Latino. You I can, can mimic yes, I can. Hispanic. I can do that. Can you just listen to me about Mitt Romney? I'm like one thirty second Native American. Go ahead. Because when in the day of the Romneys they yeah. were against Mormons in the United States. So Mormons went down to Mexico and they started this whole little Mormon commune down there because they wanted to be able to have polygamy, polyga, polyamorous throuples. Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> I, I don't know. They wanted to be polygam, polygamists. polygamists and they were not allowing them to do it in the United States or making laws against them. So they went to Mexico. So there was this whole 
compound of Mormons down there. There's whole Mormon towns down there still to still this to day. The, uh, okay. There is this Mormon compound down there recently that got into an armed standoff with the um, cartels. Really? Yeah, they're they have Who their own like, security. I think the Mormons won against a cartel. You don't want to. You want to f with no Mormons, man. They got magic uh, underpants. They got a lot of magic stuff. Yeah. Um, Did you ever watch that Mitt Romney documentary? No. Why would I? They. It, I don't care about him. It was good. It was about his when he was running for president. I doubt it was good. It was good. Like on what rating scale? Zero to good. And it was all the way up to good? Yeah, it was good. Romney documentary. We're supposed to be telling our rating of Listen, the Bud Light Seltzer hard Mitt, sodas. It was called Mitt, and it was on Netflix, and it was about his run for president. It made me regret not... I thought it was baseball. About baseball. It made me regret not being a fan of him when he ran for president, because I'm like, oh, man, that dude seemed like a cool dude. Really? Yeah. But it turns out now he's kind of an asshole. Okay. I guess. I don't know. What did he do that was Honestly, I don't know anything about politics. I just wish <laughs> You just I watch wish it. there was no laws, Jerry. I just don't want a law to be found. I want nobody to law me. Okay. Ratings. My last was orange cream. Your last was the citrus one. Okay. Lemon lime or whatever you want My to call it. My second to last was cl- uh, classic cola. Um mine was orange. Okay. My second? No, I take that back. I'm saying this wrong. The cola was my last. The orange was my third. Go. My second favorite was the citrus. That's where I was at, too, with the citrus was the second favorite. Why I thought it was last, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, and then my favorite was the cherry cola. Yeah, obviously the cherry cola was by far the best. The only issue I had with them is that they all tasted like flat pop. They tasted like flat pop, and they definitely had that back-of-the-mouth seltzer flavor, because I had it the next day. Yeah, the the aftertaste of that stuff is not... It's just too strong. The orange was too strong. I don't... Okay, here's what I don't understand. Follow me on this. Okay. Follow me on this, please. Uh, Go. I'll follow. Follow. Okay. Why can they... Have they mastered the art of calorie-free drinks with with no alcohol in them? Sure. Like... Your energy drinks, your diet sodas, your anything with Splenda in it, they've mastered it. There's so many good calorie-free drinks. Uh, like this one I was drinking. Yeah. Uh, Baja Blast they're co- they zero. came out with. And you know what and I had zero? today? A high-voltage zero. They have, a, they have a whole line of those zeros, and they can I get them at Dollar General. There's a whole refrigerator of them. Do they, do they have a um, They don't have a Code, code red. red Zero. They have Code Red, but they don't have a Code Red Zero. Darn it. They have a, it's, it's Why a, would you not put Code Red as a zero? They have an orange Give me one. A break. That Mountain is a zero. Dude. I think it's high voltage. That's high voltage, yeah. It's nah. it's good. It's I like I got I drank a Baja Blast today as well. And high voltage. So I'm on my I'm not a fan of Baja Blast really like we should, normally. Can we review them? Yeah, well, all Mountain Dew flavors. We're gonna have to. And not just the calorie free ones. We'll oh, yeah. We'll do no, the no. Sriracha one. We'll do the not Sriracha. Uh, um, the flaming hot. Yeah. We'll do high voltage, we'll do code red, we'll do Baja Blast. And there's like three or four other do ones. Do they have now. like sampling packs? No, but we'll they they're only a dollar at, at Dollar General. But a full bottle? Yeah, we'll, seems, we'll pour it into two cups. Seems like a lot. We'll do it the right way. That's a lot of pop for my little belly. Oh, I could drink Mountain Dew all day long. Ugh. I can't believe I have teeth. You know why? That's, I can't believe I have teeth. These <laughs> that's, um, there was a huge problem with wherever Mountain Dew's from, which is like the Carolinas I think area. It's, yeah. yeah, I think it's Pennsylvania. No, it's not Pennsylvania. That's New where the York, Dutch people are from. New York. 
The Liberty Bell. No, it's not New York. That's where the Mets are from. Jersey. Jersey. No, that's where uh, Kevin Smith's from. Washington State. That's where Washington, D.C. is from. Nope. The president. The state. Oh, Washington State? Yeah. That's where hippies are from. Bigfoot. <laughs> Listen, it's Sam from like, one of the Virginias or one of the Carolinas. That's where they make it? Yeah, that's where it's from. It's got to be from the hills, you know, Mountain Dew. That's where all of those have the hills. white. white where lightning. is Mountain Dew? From? Mountain Dew originated as like a liquor. Knoxville, Tennessee. You were way off. Okay, listen. <laughs> you are so stupid. In that area around. You are so dumb. Oh, you I had no idea. Actually, I do because you know where I heard about this? Pigeon Forge. I heard about it in Dolly Parton documentary. While you were in Pigeon Forge? Yes. Dollywood? Yes. Really? People there didn't have much money or edumacation. Yes. And they only drank Mountain Dew and all their teeth fell out. Of course they did. But they also made moonshine. Well, and yeah. that's what they called Mountain Dew. Original. I created a, the first co- Mountain Dew cocktail ever. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. So many people have created something from Mountain Dew. Well, I was the first. As a cocktail. I was the first. No. And I named it and everything. It was a whole thing. What year did Mountain and Dew come it out? Has, it has a... Listen. What year did Mountain Dew come out? 1940s. Okay. And you believe... Oh, they developed Mountain Dew as a mixer in the 1940s. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. Yeah, but they, they did made it. it to preferred <laughs> soda to mix with liquor. They did. <laughs> Preferably whiskey. They never... They didn't actually mix it, though. You were the first. Listen. <laughs> One of our frequent listeners, Dirk, here. Yeah, he was my roommate in college. Okay, and we had a a party in the in the house we lived in, where every room had to have a signature cocktail, and you kind of went room to room, kind of like our Christmas party thing. Mm-hmm. And we developed, and every room had to make their own. So when me and me and Dirk were not like ahead of the game, yeah, or really friends at all. No, we were great friends, but oh. we we didn't plan ahead. Of course, you didn't. <laughs> so we made a drink, and it, it was called. The fucking mountain goat. Like you, you gotta add the the first part. Yeah, or is it just mountain goat? No, it was called the fucking mountain goat. Okay, and it was Mountain Dew uh-huh. and Everclear and uh. something else, whiskey maybe. Ooh. And then we made the bloody fucking mountain goat, and then it had cranberry juice in it. That doesn't sound good. It was great. It's great. It's just way too strong. Um, I don't know. I had a good time. Well, of course you did. You were a college student. Uh, I taste. Uh, Joel says I taste the lies in the zeros line of soda. Can't get it past me. Wrong. You're but, you're wrong. See, listen, that guy right there only drinks like Dr Pepper, anyways. So, well, I tell you what, he's from Texas. They have Dr Pepper Zero, right? And just diet. I thought just a diet Dr Pepper, which is better than regular Dr Pepper in most cases. Okay, and I'm not a diet fan at all. Taste test hard Mountain Dew. Oh, there they is a hard Mountain that. Dew. There's also Mountain Dew energy drinks. We could do a whole Mountain Dew month. Yeah, we should. The Mountain Month. July will be the Mountain Month. Yeah. We'll, we'll do sodas, soda pops. Sodies. We'll do the hard ones. Hardies. We'll do the energy drinks. Ennies. And the, and yeah. 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 So we got, I don't remember what the first one I said was. Sodies. Oh, yeah. Sodies, Hardies, Ennies. Ennies. Nice. That sounds like a month. Joel says, wrong, Gerald. I drink them all. No, you don't. 
I've never seen you drink all of this them. This was a long road to hoe to get to what we're drinking tonight, which is uh, Vizzy. Vizzy. Coming at you. I wanted to get the manliest drink I could find, um, and I found this pack of Vizzy mimosas. Why don't we ever do just beers? Why do we always have to do hard <laughs> seltzers? I don't, know. I don't even like hard seltzers. No, I hate it. And I walked in here. I wasn't even going to drink anything tonight, and I saw you had these. I'm like, well, this is, no, this yeah, is gold. This is terrible. Okay, um, Busy Mimosa Hard Seltzer. This one's pomegranate orange. Pomegranate orange, yeah. And it says it's got real juice, real orange juice in every one of them. Made with real ju- real orange juice? It's a mimosa. That has orange juice in it. My God, it smells silly boy. like Tropicana. You little silly boy. This has real... How can it have real orange juice in it if it's clear? I'm telling you that's what the package says. I'm not telling you I believe it. How do you make clear orange juice? How do you not? How do you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How do you know it's clear? Did you pour it in your hand? I'm looking in the can. That ain't bad. Whoa. It's not. That's not seltzery. It's not seltzery. That's quite good. Vizzy, my boy. What are you doing here? That's very drinkable. Um. It's got kind of a cranberry back end. It says it's from Areola Superfruit. <laughs> Acerola. <laughs> what is that? Superfruit. Well, it's an Areola Superfruit. Why are they trying to make you think that this alcoholic beverage is healthy? I don't know. Well, the that's what everything is. vitamin C. That's what everything is nowadays. They want you to think everything's healthy so and everything's pomegranate healthy. orange. I'm going to tell you what. I can taste the pomegranate. I can, I can taste too. the orange. I like pomegranate. It's, it's you can actually taste the fruits and it does it's not too sweet with that fake sweet taste. Um no, it's not fit. it's a little bit now. A little at the very uh, end. As it sits here, it's a little bit uh got, fake. You know why? Stevia. stevia. Yeah, that's why. The best sweetener. Why doesn't anybody use sweet stevia? Everybody uses Stupid uh, sucralose. Or um, what's the other one? Aspartame. Aspartame. What an ass. Aspartame is pretty good. But it is. It's nothing like is best. better than stevia. Uh, so it. the only problem with it is like if you're pregnant, it will give birth defects. Will It says it will do that. I mean, is, do we know that for sure? We don't. We don't. There was actually I don't think anybody in really England knows. on pregnancy and drinking, and they found that. Nothing happens. They did. That's true. There's really, oh, really? no effects on unless you're binge but drinking. But wait, wait, wait. Who actively got pregnant and said, you know what? We're going to test this out. I don't care about this child. A lot of people in the mean streets of Britain. 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 Water. <laughs> I need a bottle of water. You can't tell me not to drink this, Jerry. <laughs> You need to drink water. We, I, I'm telling you, there was a study. I'm, I'm going to look it up, if that's okay with you. But it says women should not drink this if they're prego. Um, I'm going to tell you what. I remember reading this study. Last year, it was reported that the UK has one of the worst rates of drinking while pregnant in Europe. 41% of women in the UK drink alcohol during their pregnancy. Okay, again, it's not a problem to drink alcohol. Even <laughs> Wait, on- time out a second. So, Vic says Chris was born with birth defects, and he said webbed armpits. <laughs> I don't know like what. wings, so I can. I glide, guess you've like got gliders. like skin wings. 
gliders. Yeah. Gliders. You're like a sugar glider. It's kind of cool. I mean, Spider-Man has those on his suit. I know, but if you had those in real life, that would be interesting. A sugar glider? How do you wear shirts? I don't know. You know, like when your arms are down, you'd be able to wear them, but you'd sleeveless never. Sleeveless bra. You'd, a sleeveless bra? Sleeveless bra. Oh. You'd never be able to pick your arms up in a regular shirt. Anyway, go, go ahead. Britain drinks alcohol. I can't find anything While to support pregnant. this uh, this crazy claim that I made. <laughs> so you made that up? No, I didn't. I've seen it. You clearly made it up. You've seen the children? Yeah. Wow. Where they are, then they were all right. Light drinking during pregnancy does not harm young children's behavioral or intellectual development, according to new research led by Dr. Yvonne Kelly. And published online in the Journal of Epidemiology and Community Health. Dr. Shivago. A previous study in 2008 by Dr. Kelly and colleagues of three-year-olds drew similar conclusions, but the authors wanted to rule out possible delayed sleeper effects in older children. A large study tracking the the long-term health of children born in the UK, drawing a representative sample of 11,513 children born between 2000 and 2002. Mothers were interviewed in person about their drinking patterns while pregnant. Do, 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 do. The mothers were classified as teetotal, those who teetotalers, drank, those who drank but not in pregnancy, light one to two units a week or at or at any one time. I really thought a teetotaler was like heavy, no a heavy drinker. No, teetotaler means you don't drink at all. It is. It also means you kind of judge people that do. Oh, that's what I didn't think of. Uh, moderate is three to six units a week or three to five at any one time. And binge heavy is seven or more units a week or six at one sitting. Uh, just under 6% of the moms never drank while 60% chose to abstain just for the period of their pregnancy. Which is the majority of the United States. Around well. one yeah. in four said they were light drinkers around one in 20 were moderate drinkers and 2.5% were binge drinkers. Um, I feel like the whole binge thing is a little low when it comes to like weekly drinks, you know, you know what I'm saying? So that's like one a day, which I don't necessarily have one a day. It basically came out to say like, other than the heavy binge drinking, all of them were basically mum. Yeah, mom's the word. Yeah, that's so. I mean, drink up. You know, beer does help. Boy, you got a serious light problem over there above you. Uh, no, it's actually a ghoul in the room. Par- it's a paranormal activity. Paranormal activity right there. Um, Poltergeist. Beer actually helps uh, conceive milk- children. No, well, that yes, and uh, breast milk production. It will stimulate milk production oh, really? in a woman's breast. Um, Did no, you know that? No, but no one said everyone is afraid of stevia because of what happened to Lydia in Breaking Bad. What happened to Lydia? I don't remember her. Is she the one that OD'd? It's, like he OD'd oh, her? Oh, yes. The one that... What does that have to do with stevia? That's what she was taking. I think she was taking methamphetamines. Could have been. Could have been that. <laughs> I thought she was injected straight stevia, bruh. Uh, also, if I don't get that Dadalorian shirt on Father's Day, I'm drowning. <laughs> Disowning. Disowning. Whoa, whoa. That went a little dark. Uh, <laughs> He's not drowning his family. My, my my wife got me this for Disney. 
Nice. For Hollywood did, Studios. Did you wear it? I think so. I every day? No. You're supposed to. Wore it when we went to uh, Galaxy's Edge. You have to wear it every day. You have to not shower or ever leave the park because you might miss out on something. That's, Agabagool. That's, the, that's what Erica said. Uh, I love Agabagool. What is Agabagool? It is. Uh, is it a food? Yeah. Is it? It's it's capicola. It it's a meat. It's like a, a deli meat. Cap, so. Capicola. Everybody says capicola, but they say gabagool. What the hell is gabagool anyway, and why does Tony it's, Soprano say it? It's capicola. Everyone knows about salami, prosciutto, and bologna. Yes. Staples of Italian-American meat. Oh, my gosh. Why are we going through this? I already told you what it was. Capicola. Formerly known as Capicola, Gabagola is by no means the most trendy or popular of Italian cold cuts. It's so good, too. All right. Prosciutto is my favorite. So, just so you know, Prosciutto. it's Capicola. Yeah, that's what the Americans say, Capicola. And then, you know, Italians. Uh, Gabagola. Give me the Gabagola. I love it. Nolan chiming in with the Capicola. Nolan, he always knows. <laughs> I said it before you didn't everyone say, else. You didn't say I it. I said it before everyone else, Chris. You didn't. Darn it. The problem is you didn't. Well, shucks. <laughs> Do you have any news? Yeah, oh yeah, I got tons of stuff. Hey, didn't we have a spring stretcher last night that we were talking about? Yeah, what was it? I don't know. I'm asking you. I'm asking you, Chris. I'm, I'm asking, asking you. you. Right now, tell I me what don't the. Remember what it you was. gotta tell me? Are you getting the hand? Oh, you gotta eat your gabagool. I don't know, but we were real fired up about yeah. it. It was brought up by a fellow coach, uh, Mr. Zach Senate, avid listener, first time. Caller. Zach brought it up. Yeah, he said that's that should be a uh, okay. spring stretcher, and I was like, it is, it is a spring stretcher, and I said tomorrow, and you agreed. Turns out uh, we don't we don't remember. Anyway, I got other things. You figure that out. But I want to bring up a situation that occurred to me, that happened to me, directly in front of me. I guess it wasn't to me, but it was directly in front of me in a local supermarket. I'm standing in line. What are you doing? She's sorry telling you a story. I'm listening. I need Go you ahead. to be. I need to be an active listener here. Okay. okay? I'm standing in the line in the in the local grocer, and a lady in front of me, she seemed very nice. She was chatting it up with me prior to her ever checking out. She loads up the belt with all of her stuff, and then this young boy who's checking her out, he had to have been in you know high school, summer break, something like that. He's the guy at the checkout lane, you know, beeping everything across the little scanner. She decides... So at this store, there's still like plexiglass in front of the checkout screen. So because of the whole COVID stuff, but she decided, and she literally said to him, I can do this quicker. Let me help. And she reaches around and starts scanning her own stuff. And she's pushing his hand away. She's literally like pushing his hand away and starts scanning her own food. And she's like, no, I I got it. I got it. I'll just, I'll just scan it. Why don't you just bag? You just start bagging stuff. And he's like, no, this is my job. He's like, there's already a bagger here. Where at? This is in Burkotts. In Burkotts. Yes. And uh, 
He's like, there's already a bagger. I, I'll scan this. She's like, you know what? I'm a lot faster. I'll just do it for you. And she's just chucking, like throwing food across this stuff. So I had to take a little Snapchat of her just because nobody was going to believe this story unless they saw it. But during the Snapchat, what I didn't notice is that she takes a pizza and starts scanning it, and she, it beeps like three times. And she scanned it three different times, so she takes two pizzas and throws them over the top of the scanner to the guy so he could bag them. And he's like, what? Like, what is going on? I've never seen anything like it in my life. I've never seen anything like Did it. Did you save the snap? She, oh, I don't know. You can do that? Yeah, we're going to lose it forever. Yeah, it's probably, it's gone already. That this happened on like TikTok. On, this happened on like Tuesday. And I couldn't believe it. And so the lady ends up leaving. And that, the guy was so like distraught over it. Yeah. And he's look, he looked at me and he's like, how are you? And I was like, way better than you are right now. I was like, I'm not going to touch my food. You can scan it. He's like, he looked at me and he's like, I've never had that happen before. I said, I've never seen it happen before, <laughs> but never seen anything like this. But it was, um, it was interesting. I, I don't know if it was really a spring stretcher. Like if I was That's that guy. It's not a spring stretcher. I mean, just a, if you're the guy, yeah. Yeah. If I was that guy, it would annoy me for sure. And it still did annoy me. But I was like, man, this lady is nuts. You know, she was nuts. Right. Nuts about scanning stuff. I don't know why she had the compulsion to do it. Have you ever thought, like, even if you did think, I could probably scan this stuff It's a self-checkout world we're living in, Jerry, and they people can't keep up. Well, and they don't have those lanes at uh, Burkatz. They don't? There's no self-checkout Burkatz, no. See? That's a problem. You never go to K- Coal City Burkatz? I do, but I don't remember. Frequent? Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't. Well, um, that's insane. Yeah, that was a strange occurrence. So for actual news in the entertainment world, Ted Lasso, season three, last season. No. They're ending it after season three. Why? So the writers. It's so popular. Yeah, but the writers came out and said that the story will be complete and they want to end it the way they want to end it. Like they're not going to keep pushing it. Uh, I mean, into, I could like different seasons see that, and stuff because I just, always wondered after the first season how they were going to make a second one, and they did, and it was fine. It was okay. It wasn't great, as yeah. good as the first one, anyway. So I guess the the writers had it planned out for three seasons all along, and then with like the wide, like huge success of the first season, they thought, man, this could go for a long time. And Apple TV told them, you've got as much time as you want, like you any season you want 32 years, people, any season you want, you can do it because it's like the best show on Apple well, it's, TV. It's what by put far. them on the map. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I don't uh, even, can't even tell you another Apple show. Yeah. They don't oh, mythic quest is good, but it's not like a big time yeah. show. And there's that, that news, that news one. Uh, yeah. Again, but it, not I mean, the great. one that Ted Lasso caught hold of the cultural zeitgeist. You're exactly right. And uh, so they were, they had like free reign to do whatever they want, but the writers still said, nope. Three seasons. This is the last one. They've already got it written. Good for them. Very British of them. It is very British of them, isn't it? On a British show. Yeah. yeah, Probably made by Americans. (laughs) Probably is. Uh, Rayhan said, uh, you have to find that snap. The checking of the pizzas was phenomenal. Yeah. A lot of people saw it. You Uh, didn't give it to me. You didn't send it to me. I put it on my story. Well, I haven't looked at Snapchat in several days, so if well, I that's still your have it, fault. we could record it from another phone. It's gone after 24 hours, man. 
Oh my god. That's the dumb part about Snapchat that I hate. You don't need to why don't you just record a video and then upload it to Snapchat? I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't know. I didn't think of any of that. Okay. I just clicked on I Snapchat. I always do that. I record a video and then I upload it to Snapchat. Well, I guess I'll have to start doing that. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, not as good as Ted Lasso, but Severance on Apple Plus is freaking amazing. Severance? What's that? It's about a guy who quits his job and negotiates a severance package. No. I, is it the family one? No, that's Succession. That's what I was thinking of, Succession. That's not that good. I started it. It's not that good. Did you start it? I, How did you know that? Because I know, um, because a lot of people talk about that show, they love it, and I watched the first episode, and I'm like, ah, it's not for me. I yeah, I watched three or four episodes, and still think, yeah, just couldn't get not, into it. Not for Chris. That's literally what I say. Yeah, yeah. the same for Chris. So I quit watching. It. Not the mama. <laughs> I'm the baby. I'm the baby. I'm the captain now. Um. Yeah. So for more news, uh, whoops, clicked on the actual news thing here. Uh, yeah, Ted Lasso's done. Here's an interesting That's one sad, that I... That's sad, but... But true. You it's know Metallica. it's sad, but true. Don, don, don. Stop. Uh, here's an interesting one that I just saw today, what? and I don't know how I feel about it, is that uh, there is going to be a Game of Thrones spinoff show for Jon Snow. Kit Harrington has already signed on. So I I'm saw gonna, that. going to be Jon Snow again. We're going to have a spinoff. What could they possibly do? I heard it was going to be like a situational comedy. <laughs> I don't think that's the case at all. But if it if it was, I would be all in for this that. This is what I heard about Would the show. you not I, be I, in for that? I'm going to tell you what I, I've heard. Okay. Okay. So we all know that he had a relationship with his cousin, Daenerys Esme. Targaryen. Oh. Right? Yeah, Daenerys. Right? So, that's her name. Yeah. She, spoilers. Dies. Dies. Yeah. Um. So this spinoff is after that. It's okay. a situational comedy. You find out that he became pregnant from their hookup because with dragons, the it's men opposite. become pregnant. Yeah. So he lays these four. It's like seahorses. Yeah. He lays these three dragon eggs and they hatch. and But they speak English because they're half human, half dragon. Yeah. Uh, Mud blood. Yeah. <laughs> So he is raising these like teenage dragons okay. in the future. <laughs> I, I and like it's it. a situational comedy. Yeah, he's living like a, I like it. North of the wall. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He can't be south of it. Yeah. The frost dude is there. He's like the next door neighbor. No. He, he's he's south of the wall. There's yeah, a I was wall. Say. So the, the frost guy's like Wilson. Frost guy's from, dead. Well, okay. But there's new, another new frost one? guy. New frost guy. And he's like Wilson from Home Improvement. And so he's see. looking over the wall. He's like giving them sage his... wisdom. But from you the see Northlands. his mean eyes. Yeah. But not mean. He's not mean. He's giving him sage Northman wisdom. Oh, well, Southman wisdom. Yeah. For to, the Northmen. On how to raise his family. And right. Them dragon and, boys. But Ugh. the dragons are always getting into shenanigans. Well, right. And one of them They're gets his driver's sheep. license or flying license. Yeah. Can't control them. Gets... They burp. Fire comes out. Yeah. Singes John's beard. Uh, Everybody uh, laughs. <laughs> Hang on. It's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I do, 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 
<laughs> well, that's still going. Um, no, it's 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 gonna be great. It sounds great. I would literally watch a show like that. And Daenerys is in it. She comes back as a White Walker. Ooh, yeah, that's so she, scary. She comes back, so they, you know, they continue their relationship. But then you have all the hilarity of continuing a relationship with a zombie person. Yeah. They could do that's easy. Like they hug, but her arm falls off. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I already changed it. <laughs> Pick up your arm, Daenerys. It fell off again. Jeez. And then the kids are like, <laughs> the kids are like, get a room. <laughs> oh, mom and dad are always doing that stuff. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to, son, I'm going to tie your wings. I'm going to strap those wings down if you don't listen, boy. <laughs> you better listen, boy. I don't know boy. why. It's a grandpa. It's a grandpa. Yeah. And then they pull out. he pulls out a fire extinguisher. Don't make me use don't it, Don't make Lord. me use it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he threatens him with dragon glass. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, uh, that's okay. enough of that. Um, so Should we try off. the next flavor? Spinoff show. We- Oh yeah, I'm I'm high marks for this, and I don't even like orange. It's pretty good. You don't get a lot of orange. I don't. I don't think you get a lot of. It's like a amalgamation of a flavor. It, it is an amalgamation. You know That's what I mean? correct. Yeah, I know. Yeah. but it's like a. You don't get. I don't get either flavor. It's like just one flavor. It doesn't really. It it tastes like orange to me. It tastes like a mimosa, to be honest. Which is exactly what they're going for. Yeah, are they all mimosas? They're shooting a hundred percent. Yeah, every oh, one of why them. Why are they all mimosas? Well, because it's what this pack is. <laughs> I mean, one mimosa would be enough. <laughs> Can you give us three other cocktails? Um, is this lemon? No, this is pineapple orange. Oh no! I'm not a big pineapple guy. Me neither. At all. Did you know if you when when you eat like fresh pineapple and you feel your tongue and the rest of your mouth like tingling, it's because there's an enzy- enzyme in there that like is eating your flesh. That eat, yeah, flesh eating virus. Or, it's, it's not a virus, but flesh. Yeah, yeah, it's a flesh eating enzyme. I didn't know that actually. I was trying to make a joke it's out true. of it, but I couldn't come up with anything. No, you didn't. You um, pineapple yeah. orange. Let's give it a shot. Pineapple orange. Oh, it smells good. You know, the only time I was a fan of pineapple is when I had it actually fresh. This smells exactly like fresh pineapple. It does. How are that's they what doing made that? me think of it? That's better than the first one. I like that. That is great. <laughs> this is very good. This is very refreshing. Wow! Wow! Vi- wow! Vizzy! Wow! Thank that's weird, God. wild stuff. Wow! And it's it's full of antioxidants and vitamins. I feel C. like I'm getting healthier. It is full of them. Gosh. Nolan says Severance stars Adam Scott from Steph Brothers. Oh, it's I know a, that guy. In the near future, where people can have an optional sur- a surgery to split their work brain and their home brain. What? The person at work has no idea what his or her outside life is. Um. I, I lost myself. You can you can literally meet somebody from work 
outside of work and have no idea who they are. Essentially, the innies become slaves to work, and their worst part is that they know they were enslaved by themselves. It's going to be an Emmy Darling this season. I watched the first wow. two episodes of that show. I need to watch that. That I seems really interesting. couldn't get into it. Yeah, but you can't get into anything. The first episode was very hard to get into. You're just so particular. I did watch the second one. I couldn't get into the show. Well, I'm going to watch some of it. <clears throat> okay, I got to pull out the phone here for this uh, article. There's a big deal going on here, Chris, and it involves a one Ezra Miller. This dude. He's a problem. He is a problem to society. Like, he's an issue to the world. And I I read part of this article, and it just it threw me for a loop because it is strange. It's a strange article. So he's uh, talked about in this article, or he's like, uh, He's labeled as them. Apparently, he goes as them. He's a them. He's a them. Ezra is. <clears throat> I didn't know that until reading this article. Um, but what happened is that he Ezra Miller was hit with an order of protection uh, for allegedly harassing a twelve-year-old child. Well, that's um, not good. Not good at all. And uh, yeah, it's been an issue, but. Uh, it says, recently reports suggest Miller is currently on the move, actively avoiding law enforcement so they cannot serve him with papers concerning allegations of grooming a minor. And this is where it gets strange. Listen to this. Chase Iron Eyes and his wife, Sarah Jumping Eagle, allege Miller manipulated and took advantage what? of their daughter, Takata Iron Eyes, okay. uh, who is now an adult. But isn't he very young himself? It said from the time she was 12 years old, the parents claim he showed cult-like and psychologically manipulative controlling behavior and used violence and intimidation to maintain control. Hmm. That's not good. Not good at all. But uh, Chase Iron Eyes and Sarah Jumping Eagle. They must be like Native American, right? I don't, I don't know. This is just... What's in the story? That's why I wanted weird. to read it. Because this Ezra really Miller strange. dude, he's a weird dude. So yeah, it gets even. It, well, it doesn't necessarily get worse, but it's he's he's literally out out there. Like nobody can find him. He's just went off the grid. And recently, he um, it says Miller was active on social media and seemed to mock authorities searching uh, for him. Uh, and then he deleted his account after he mocked the authorities. He said the. The actor posted messages such as, you can't touch me, I am in another universe. It would be better if he said, I'm the gingerbread man. And he, Andy said, message from another dimension. And then he deleted his account and has been gone. So they're trying to serve him these order of protections. Uh, but but that's can. a, what is that, an order of protection? That's a, it just um, means you can't come within 100 feet of this person. Right. Do you have to be served that? Yeah. Okay. Yes, a court-appointed person will come and serve you those right. papers. And that's not really the same as evading law enforcement. He's evading that a, on purpose. A process server. Yeah, but it is the law. A court is trying to give you papers, and right. he's running from it. So, like, eventually the, it'll go back to the judge, and they'll just make a ruling that you can serve them without so, actually getting... I've read... I, I so, this, this is terrible. Day. I wondered what would happen if you couldn't get serve somebody. And what happens is it goes back to court, and the judge allows you to serve them by just like nailing it on their door. 
So that's going to happen yeah. if he has a place of residence. Who yeah. knows if he does. Right. But anyway, um, it's a mess. So it is an absolute mess for this guy. No more this, flash and, not happening. Yeah, and, and he's already had two other incidences in Hawaii right. that ended up being dropped. And actually, so he busted into this couple's house, threatened to kill him, stole stuff from their house, and left. And uh, that's what he got. He got arrested for that. But the couple that he threatened to kill and stole stuff from posted his bond and got him out of jail. What what is going on? I don't know. It is it's a weird thing. Yeah. I I so promise there you there will be going on. there will be a story like a documentary about this dude in the future. I yeah. guarantee you. Was there insane. a weird Hollywood cult? Um, remember there was a famous actress that was like a part of it. Yeah, it was like a a sex cult. Yeah, and she was from um Oh shoot! She was from a show, like a famous show, a good show. Uh, not not the, supernatural. Not. Um. Oh, from uh, Superman, the Superman. It was the girl from L- Lana Lang. No, from Smallville. Yes. It was, oh yes, from yes, from. Smallville. No, it wasn't that girl. It was the. Her name's Ashley in Chloe, real life. Chloe uh, on Small from like the Smallville. Nerdy friend on Smallville. Correct. Yep. Yeah, it was a weird. That's a weird story, dude. It and is. the other girl from Small Group, I think they were both part of they, it. She was like a leader of but it. But one, though. yeah, one of them was a leader. Crazy. And she was bringing, Nolan, of course, got bringing right women in Smallville. Yeah, she was recruiting women in. Yeah, including, including that, Chris, but not limited Kristen to Kristen Right, that was the Lana Lang girl. Oh, I don't remember that part. Of course, you don't. I was only into it before she got there. Or, <laughs> okay, you know. All right, what's next news? <clears throat> anyway, uh, that's... Disturbing. The Ezra Miller. Yeah, bye-bye Flash. I know that seems selfish that I really want a Flash movie, but... Uh, that, I don't need one that bad. I love the Flash. I would love to see what just he had done. Just cast somebody else. But they were already talking about, like... But they haven't filmed it yet. So just Batman 89, like... Cast somebody else. Uh, they're going to have to. Cast Grant Gustin and call it, an, like, an, it's a different universe. Yeah. Gustafson. Reminds me of Grumpy Old Man. Okay. Uh, Sandman. You know, the widely loved comic book by Neil, Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. I'm reading a Neil Gaiman book right now. What? The Oceans at the End of the Lane. Oh, is it good? I literally just started it. I'm like 10 pages so in. In a couple of years, let me know how it was. It's short. Okay. It's only like 330 pages. It's a very short book. Um. Yes. Anyway, Neil Gaiman wrote the Sandman comic book. It is a TV show, and it is going to drop August 5th. Oh, that's so close to now. Yeah, and a trailer came out. I watched a trailer, and it looks very good. Very nice. Very nice. They cast the right people because uh, Morbius looks amazing. He looks exactly like he does on the comic book page. Um, It's unbelievable. I'm so excited for it. Have you read all of Sandman? You have, right? Um, what's all of it? So, I yes, I think so. I, I'm sure you have. I you mean, gave me a bunch a of A long time ago. Yeah, absolutely. I've read it all. And then I have Preludes and Nocturnes, too. I've read a bunch of that. Yeah. The newer. I don't think they're going to get into that, no. any of that. They're getting into the beginning of it. But Boy, I don't. Can I tell you if I for sure like finished all the trades? Because I don't know how many there not. are. Probably not. But, I mean, I've read. I, I owned at least eight or ten it's an incredible story 
Um, it's a great story. It's very epic. In it scope. is. It's, it's very huge. It touches on all of the things you want out of a story. So it's got like a mythological bend to it big time. Yeah, of course. It's got a lot of like interpersonal drama, of course, which is good. It's got uh, a giant scope. I don't know. It It almost feels like a... You know how like I'll look at Saga as such a great example of just like fantastical storytelling that just feels bigger than everything. Yes. In a lot of ways, Sandman is even better because it has this whole like mythological bend to it. Right. That really works very well. I love it. And it's very um, easy to read. Mm -hmm. It's super easy to read. That's what Neil Gaiman does the best. Yeah. His writing style, the way he gives you information in, in his novels or in his comic books it is so easy to read. It's so easy to understand. It's a great beginner kids can, comic book, I think. Yeah, kids can read that kind of stuff. Um, and they can read his books, though, too. It Well, not it, American Gods. It appeals to, no. But a lot of his books will appeal to, like, a YA genre and adults yeah. at the same time, where it's just so easy to take in. That's why I, uh, I've got some, i got a trilogy a book set called Mistborn that I'm going to start reading. It's like a fantasy novel about magic and stuff in this own world written by Brandon Sanderson. He's written a bunch of stuff. Anyway, I was going to start reading that, but I wanted to read Neil Gaiman's book first because it's just a standalone before I got into a trilogy. And I thought like, I might as well read this first because it's super easy to read. And they're like a lot of his novels besides American gods and good omens are relatively short. Well, A couple of his novels are short stories, collections, so yeah. anthology but the actual novels that are just a single story. Well, Nolan said Mistborn is great. Yes, a lot of people love it. I've heard very, very good things, and I want to read it. He also so. said, was anyone else surprised that Westworld Season 4 is premiering next Sunday? Just saw a trailer tonight. You know, I fell out of... I don't think I, I, I watched Season West. 3. Yeah. I, I think I tried to watch Season 3. You did. You three. started it. Um, I just I watched the first two seasons, and I just... It was good. I just get, became disinterested. The first season I really enjoyed a lot. Yeah, the first season was good. I, I really enjoyed it too. But then the second season came around and I didn't even like that. I really I didn't liked finish the nudity. It. I love it. <laughs> you know? There was a you know, lot. You know, if I, if I loved one thing, it was the just all the naked people. <laughs> right. That's the only reason why I watched it. That's the only reason why I want to watch anything. Actually, it's the only reason why I have HBO. <laughs> it's just straight up nudity. Yeah, well, it was it was good though. The first season was good. I love the actress. Um, is it Evan Rachel Wood? Was she naked? Oh yeah, oh yeah, a lot. She yeah. was like the prairie, uh, the like prairie the innocent, the innocent like blonde girl. <laughs> yeah, but she was really good. But she turns in. She's a robot though. Yeah, but she turns into like the badass. But she's a robot. She's a robot, bro. She's a cyborg, Bruh. Bruh. She's nasty. Um, I also like, is it Jeffrey Wright? She's got oil for blood. You yeah. don't know that. No, I made that up. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey Wright is the doctor guy that, you know, works on him and stuff. Yeah. He's also Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon, yeah. Neil, Nolan said, I would also suggest Small Gods by Neil Gaiman's best friend, Terry Pratchett. Yeah, Terry Pratchett's very they good. collaborated he, on Good Omens. Good together. Omens, yes. Gosh. Nolan. Would you stop so that I can say these things? We just need to get him on the podcast. I know. Sometime. You really need to come on, probably. I don't know why you've never asked. 
He hasn't. I know. Uh, all right, next news. Oh, I only have one more little piece of news here. Uh, also uh, dark and strange. Um, there's this guy, Ryan Grantham. Nobody knows his name. If you saw a picture of him, you'd know who he was. Uh, but he was on Riverdale, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, iZombie, and Supernatural. Uh, all, the only one of those I've watched is iZombie. So what's his name? Uh, Ryan Grantham. Ryan? G-R-A-N-T-H-O-M. Okay. Young young kid. Young buck. Yeah. Never, uh, never seen him before, but go ahead. Oh, well, anyways. So he... Uh, he pleaded guilty to second degree murder and plotting to kill Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so he killed his mom. A child actor? Uh huh. Wait. Yeah, he murdered his mom in 2020. Um, and then. Are you kidding me? No. And then like, when he filmed it all. What? With a, yeah, with a um, GoPro. Filmed it all, and then he filmed himself getting everything ready to go murder Justin Trudeau, the Canadian Prime Minister, with three guns and Molotov cocktails. This is really disturbing. It's insane. You're bringing me down. And so he this got kid was probably very wealthy. Had the world by the by the bollocks. Yeah, by the bollocks. Why? Why would he do such a thing? Uh, apparently, he was suffering from severe depression. That's not that an was, excuse, but. Yeah, it's not really. And then it's not really. No, it's not an excuse to so, murder your mother. So the reason he claimed in court that he murdered his mom was because she had uh, cancer, and he didn't want her to suffer anymore. Anybody filmed it? Oh yeah. And he made her play the piano. Was she in on this? No, she had no idea. Nope. Okay, what happened? He she was playing the piano, and he shot her in the back of the head. Oh my God! Well, I'm talking about this. Well, you asked. I don't want to know this. this <laughs> it's is, insane. I don't. And like then it. so, but then he had all these Molotov cocktails. So instead of so, he knew where Justin Trudeau lived, like his place of residence. And on his way there, he decided to not do it, and he drove to a police station and turned himself in. It's all loaded up, ready to go, and he turned himself in, and now he just had court and was pleaded guilty. And in Canada, so. Like premeditated stuff, like where he was going to Justin Trudeau's house, is, you know, uh, the court will decide. But uh, when he pleaded guilty to second degree murder, that's like a mandatory life sentence. Um, yeah, should be for Canada. It's not in the U.S., but for Canada, it is. Well, whatever. He should be in life sentence. Yeah, I just thought it was insane. This was all on Comic Book Resource. Just popped up on Comic Book well, Resource. That's really and I was depressing. Like, wow. Thanks for bringing it down, Jerry. Just you know, can you give me some laugh track or act, something? Actors like, are just like you and I. <laughs> no, shouldn't be laughing sometimes, about this, Jerry. Sometimes you want them murder. Next, next that, news. Yeah, that's no, that's all I got for news now. Oh, um, I think. God. Let me look. Let me look if I have any more. Nope. Too much. Too, Too much. much murder. Too much murder. Um. Yep. Where are we at on time? On the '90s spinoff set. Oh, there's a '90s spinoff to the that '70s show. 
I know. I saw the uh, trailer. They're playing it all the time. Really? I've never seen the trailer. Yeah. What? Where? Where have you seen the trailer at? Uh, I think on. I don't know where I've seen the trailer at. All the only trailers I ever see is it on Fox? It might have been during. No, that's American Isles on ABC. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I saw the trailer. Huh. But the whole cast is back. Except for the yeah, one I was going to say, not the one guy. <laughs> Hide. Talk about more crazy people. See, yeah. What did he, he do? He murdered somebody too, didn't he? No, he just raped. Oh, yeah, but he... Just... He, he, he raped. raped. A lot. He raped. <laughs> he did a lot. All That's right. not anything to laugh about. It is not. All right. Can we move on? Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's all I got. I mean, I guess we could go with either... I got to drink a lot of this to finish yeah, it. Yeah, we got to get to the next flavor. Um, and then we've got a lot of what we're watching. We got stuff. some what we're watching. Where are we at on time? We're only at 56 minutes. All right, perfect. Let's do first the new movie that we watched. Oh, there's two new movies. But the first one being that we were going to get to last week was Top, Top Gun. Gun. I um top gun maverick <laughs> top gun maverick man we went out to see it with some friends and we went to get sushi at shoes sushi palace shoes and then we went to the theater to see it and you saw it the next day didn't you i did yeah because uh, i wasn't invited initial reaction um, it's very good. I love, it is. I loved it as well. It's what you want to see. I mean, at the movie, loved it might be a bit of a stretch. It was a very enjoyable movie. I loved it for what it is. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't going there to try to see like an Oscar worthy. I, I don't know how many more or, times I'll watch the movie. Probably won't watch it ever again. I'll probably watch it one more time because. So I didn't know what it was going to be like in the way of, uh, like sexual scenes you know like if anything were to happen because it does say that there is part like some of them in the movie like because of what it's rated so that's why i didn't take any of the boys oh gotcha so i didn't know if they could like see any of that and i didn't want anything to be especially in a movie theater you can't like like at home i'll just be like close your eyes or bury your head in the couch or something right and then you can watch or you just distract you're just like yes and then you hit the button but in a movie theater it's you can't do that right i mean you Um, can but yeah no you can't it's frowned upon yeah i guess i could close their like put my hands over their heads and close their eyes as long as you go well i never (laughs) Um, so uh, now that i know what the movie is i would take grady and grant for sure yeah. and grant was asking me today if he could see top gun he's like i want to go see top gun can we go see top gun i would be surprised if it would hold his attention grady i would say yes but i don't think the younger kids it would it would hold their attention well, as much grant's attention was held the entire time through jurassic world dominion that's a little different that's way more aimed at children yeah adam says best movie of the year um no well I, it's the best movie i've seen this year this year, what that's other the movies best movie. have we seen? I'm trying to think of the movies I went and saw. Um, I don't think we've seen anything other than Doctor Strange and no, there's others. I went to the movies a bunch. <laughs> I have no clue. I have, and I don't remember what I've seen. Oh, I saw Bad Guys. That was not good. 
No, Bad Guys is not a good movie. Uh, that's based off of a children's book it's as well. Really bad. I don't know if we talked about it or not, but it's it not doesn't good. matter. Don't go. Don't watch it. Let's talk about Top Gun. Yeah. Um, let's see. I will say this. How, how long is this movie? About an hour and a half. Hour forty five. Yeah, it's an hour and forty. I think something like that. Um, I would say the first hour is a little slow. Uh, the, the very beginning is slow. Yes. I, I wouldn't say an hour and because by an hour you're into dog fighting and, and him okay, the teaching the 45 minutes is pretty slow. And there's a lot going on that I'm like, man, we're really just kind of rehashing exactly what the first movie was. Correct. Um, yeah, they went into that a little deep, I think. Yeah. Well, a like little we too much. We didn't need like, to redo the piano scene. No. Although it did, like you can ha- you can have flashbacks. There was like a that. nice moment when he's standing outside the window, the window. Lock, watching it happen. That that's what you're talking about with the piano scene. I know, but I mean that's what why are the that's odds there. That his son is going to recreate the same piano scene. The that moment is, that he's there, yeah, yeah. It's just a it's little because much. it's a movie, Chris, and it's not real life. <laughs> Still, um, let but, it go. You man. know, some of the things I did like is well, first of all, I, I don't know that much about the military. You do. I do. Yeah. It seems a little unbelievable that he has been in the military since the 1980s at this point. He's, and he has not moved ranks once. Oh, they, but they comment on, well, it has been more than once. I don't even think it's possible to stay you, in the, it absolutely in is. the military without ever changing ranks. It absolutely is possible. Oh, there are okay. multiple people that I know personally that retired at such a low rank because you have terrible conduct. Huh. And you aren't promoted. I guess I or, didn't, I thought you, they washed you out basically. If you didn't promote, I thought you just were done. Some sometimes that is the case, but a, what happens a lot of times is that guys will get promoted and then demoted. So, which has probably happened to Maverick. I'm assuming it did. Like you'll get promoted to a certain level and then you do something and get, like in the Army, it's called an Article 15. You get an Article 15, and you can be demo- demoted for that. Okay, another another question, military-wise. So the first movie was, what, in the 80s? Yeah, it's like 86. Or and he was a relatively new pilot. 89 or something. Yeah. So we're talking, He was in the school. He was in Top Gun school, right? We're talking right? 35 years ago. Uh-huh. He'd probably been in the military at that point for at least five years. Yeah, he shouldn't have been in. Maybe 10 years. He would have been done by now. So can you stay in the military for 40-plus years? You can so, do they have fighter pilots that are fifty nine years old? Very, very doubtful. <laughs> I would never. I, I don't believe that's the case at all. You can only stay in the in the army. I believe you're forced out and re, and you have to retire at sixty or sixty one. Well, he's not sixty. It's a forced retirement. Then he advanced in rank. Top Gun. In Top Gun, he was Lieutenant Maverick, so he's new. He's a commander now, so he's a he's a, a captain. Oh yeah, captain, commander, yeah. So, but that's uh, that's not that many ranks higher, right? It's one. It depends on. I don't know Navy's rank system. Yeah, Navy in the army, it would be like first lieutenant, or it'd be second lieutenant, first lieutenant, captain. And as a captain, you are a commander of. Okay, so there's lieutenant, lieutenant commander, okay, commander. Captain. So captain's a pretty high rank. Yeah, in the Navy. And yeah. then that's one below rear admiral. In the admiral. Navy. And then there's rear. We can sail the seven seas then the, in the Navy. Then there's rear admiral, upper half, and then there's vice admiral, admiral, and fleet admiral. Who's got the front admiral 
lower half, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So it, it's a it's a six rank. So it's pretty high. An 06, yeah, that's pretty good. So that would be, in the Army, it would be like, uh, there's a lot more officers in the Navy, though. So you've got second lieutenant, first lieutenant, uh, captain, lieutenant, colonel. No, major, I'm sorry. Major, lieutenant, colonel, colonel. That's like a colonel. That's a big deal. Big deal, yeah. Very big deal. So a rear admiral would be like the beginning of the generals? Yes, Okay. Absolutely. Because there's one, two, three, and four star admirals. Which is exactly like the generals. Okay, so it's about the highest rank you can get before He's being a colonel. A, yeah. Like yeah, that's a that's, that's a, a very high rank. high rank. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's that's believable. It is believable. But it is also believable that he has done so many bad things. That he wouldn't be an admiral. Because when you get into that... Because it works off points. Like you it's a point system that you have to achieve. Well, and if a, you're getting Again, Jerry, I don't know anything about the military. I but, understand that. But let me ask you a question. Okay. Wouldn't you think that admiral or in the army you're talking about the general positions are more bureaucratic positions? Even when you get to the, that position as a colonel, from colonel and above, yes. Okay. Like, so even, it would make sense that he wasn't in a you, big bureaucratic political position. Right. You could get to like a major, and then once you get to lieutenant colonel, colonel, it's all it all gets very, very bureaucratic and like political. Uh, political, yeah. And if you don't know the right people or are sucking on the hind teat of the right guy, you ain't getting the spots. And that came from our the the commander from my district who has a colonel he's now done his time was done and went to he went to dc he works out of the pentagon now but during his time as the commander for our, my district for the corps of engineers he specifically told me cuz i asked him i said do you see yourself you know going up and being a general like as a uh you know a lieutenant general or a um like a one star and he said nope never going to happen for me i said what really he said, yeah. He's like, I've got the points. He's like, I could I could go for that. He's like, I could go in front of a board. He's like, but there is nobody um, that is going to promote me. He's like, because I just, he's like, I haven't right, made the right friends. He's like, and I've done what I thought was right in my career. He's like, but a lot of other people above me don't necessarily think what I've done is what they would do. He's like, and I didn't follow their lead. He's like, so I'm never going to be a general. He's like, and so I'm just going to retire. He's like, I think I've got two years left, and I'm going to retire. Just going to retire happily, probably. Absolutely, a very handsome very, salary. Yeah, for the rest very, of his life. Very much so, you know. And but it is, it's kind of like, it is kind of sad because once you get up to that level, and you're like, man, it is possible that I could retire it's, as a general, and, and they say can like, name a school after me. But just having that rank, a street, they could it, name a street after me. It's a very rare thing, you know. Even very though, rare. They get streets named after them I know. all the time. Yeah, whole roadways. Yeah. Like, not just a street, roadways. Like. There was a roadway. There's a roadway right down the road that somebody's got, and that was just a major. She's a major general. She, she was, was a, oh, major general. She's the first female major general of the National Guard. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. She's a big deal. Uh, <laughs> Peggy Combs. Yeah, Peggy Combs. Yeah. Um, point being, what was I saying? I know one Navy pilot mm-hmm. personally. Okay. Um, and he was only a commander. Yeah. That's lower than captain. Okay. 
That was Commander David Fravor. <laughs> the okay. pilot who saw the Tic Tac videos. Yes. I know him. Because you I know him, him personally? I knew. I heard him on Joe Rogan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking oh, about Top Gun. Anyway, gosh. let's talk about the second half of Top Gun, where it takes off and is so great. So I loved the training scenes. Normally, like the buildup of a movie and like doing the training and stuff is relatively boring and you want to get to like the final big scene, right? I loved the training. Stuff. I liked it. A lot, I thought yeah. it was so fun. Well, it was fun and it was funny and light. And yeah, it's very light, but also I've seen videos of, uh, so I watched the Jocko Willink, uh, podcast a lot on YouTube and I listened to him and he had a, a guy that's in his company is an actual top gun guy. Bad, bad company. That's not his, it's oh. not, no. Um, it's like third echelon. That's his company. Anyway, he's got a guy that is uh, trained on the F-14, F-16, F-22, F-35 fighters, and he's the only one that they know of in the world that is trained on all four of those and is able to train other people, especially because the F-22 is basically decommissioned now and nobody else is going to be able to do it. So, Which one's the F-22? Uh, the F-22 Raptor, I believe. Okay. Uh, the Raptor, yeah. So... Yeah, that one's not that one's not a good one anymore. No, it's, like, done. But he's he was one of the first ones that trained on it. Anyway, he was talking about, like, he was a Top Gun, but he's a Marine, too, which is also very rare to be in the Navy's Top Gun, like, school. So he was a trainer and did a lot of this stuff. And he was talking about... He worked on the movie, too, actually. They uh, got a hold of him and got his ideas on what flying is like. They they definitely so, use that 22 still. Yeah, but they're not doing it much anymore. Like it's going to be decommissioned because of the F35. Oh, okay. The the 15 best current American fighter jets. We don't need to get on a tangent about fighter jets. I'm trying to tell you a story. Okay, go ahead. So this guy um worked on the movie years ago. They came to him and asked him questions so that they could like fix the the script and everything. And um, so he worked with them and then when they were filming, he was there and teaching them different things about flying. So after seeing the movie, he says, he's like, everything you see is very, very accurate to what real life flying is like. He said, now is some of it embellished? Yes. He's like, is it still a movie? Absolutely. He's like, but when you see the flying scenes, he's like, that's real. Yeah. He's like a lot of that. But you can tell. Is, real life stuff like but he's saying like even when they're talking about like the engine failures and the the operation that the woman goes through the pilot goes through to fix the engine failure he's like yeah absolutely that was right they did well, that right i think and that that was a big deal to tom cruise to make sure everything's accurate and it is and he said he's like i and even even the the at the end of the movie the actual like scenario that they're trying to do, like uh, the plan that they have where they're flying low under the radar and then they pop up and come over the mountain and flip over and roll to the backside. A hundred percent. Absolutely true. That's a maneuver that they do. And he, and the, the pilot that Jocko was talking to says, he's like, the whole reason we do that, he's like, is not only he's like, you can have better visual on your target. Um, because your cockpit's like pointing towards it at the time. He said, but it's also to position your body to handle the G's. He's like, so when you come over something and you're coming up and then you go straight down, he's like, your body wants to go up through the canopy. He's like, that's not good. Your body cannot handle that. Right. He's like, and you won't be able to fly that way. 
He said, but you, if you invert and it pushes you into your seat, he's like, that's what you've trained for and that's what you can handle. So you, your body will handle those G's so much better uh, when you invert it and come over and then flip back over. He's yeah. like, it's... And when he explained all that stuff, I was like, huh. I thought, like in the movie, I thought it was just like a well, something to make it look cool. I think... It's pretty Having neat. been around a lot of pilots, a lot of experienced pilots in yeah. my life. And um, that's not a joke. He really has. Yeah. It... There is a... I think they... People need to understand that, like that. It, I think for most of those people, it is extremely natural. Like, what do you mean? It is so trained, yeah, that these things that they do are instinct. Yeah, there's they're not thinking about it, and it, they're just able to do it. Well, and that's for anything. Like when you train and train and train and train on something specific, it, that's the way you want it to be. Yeah, it has to be that way, or you're never going to be able to do it. Yeah, I don't if think it's not I, natural. You're, you aren't the one picked to do the job. It, if anything, it seemed probably a little unrealistic that people at, that are flying at this level already going to the school would have any insecurity about the maneuvers that they're doing. So they talk about that, though, and that's what this guy talks about it, too. And uh, Jocko asks him about, like, so you have Tom Cruise and his level of, like, his ability to just, like, take everyone out. You know, during that training, he's like, you're bringing in the best pilots that the Navy has right now. He's like, and then Tom Cruise just comes in and walks all over him. Oh, I can believe that. And the guy's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that he said, when you have uh, somebody that trains people, he's like, and all these trainers at Top Gun school, like right now. Oh, yeah. They're so like, much better. Yeah. He said when they they're doing these. There is a reason they're there. Yeah. Doing like, that. But he said, but they're also doing these flights. Every day. Right. He's like, they're in a dogfight with somebody every day of their lives almost. He's like, so yeah, they, they know the situation and they know how to do it. He's like, they will absolutely walk through the class like crazy. He said, and make them look stupid. He's like, so when you see that in the movie, he's like, it's not just building Maverick up to make him look good. Right. And it's he's more, like, that is absolutely the case. And of it's what more happens. valuable to have them there doing that. Sure. Than out on missions. Right. That's why they're training the people. Yeah, no, to go I, out on the mission. But I, I'm just saying, like a lot of people would question that, like, oh, you're just blowing Maverick up because he's, you know, I he's like the totally, best. Totally, no, that was believable to me. I felt like it maybe was a little when they were like doing the training on the low flying maneuvers. Mm -hmm. I don't know that it would necessarily be realistic that those young pilots would be that bad at it. Bad at it. Yeah, you know, I feel like. They would be fine for the most part. Maybe they wouldn't be excelling to the level of, you know, Maverick, obviously. But I did like uh, this. Is, there'll be spoilers here. Though. Yeah, I think they. But I'd love what they did with it because they had so many opportunities to bail and 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 take an easy way out, and they didn't. And they at the end of the day, they said, "Oh well, it all didn't work, and we are sending Maverick." Yeah, and it's so awesome that they did that. It is. So here's where it comes in my, my gripes about the movie. Um, I, I like the idea that Maverick goes, and I like the idea that, he, again, spoilers, that he picks Rooster to be his wingman and, and go with him. And I like all of that. Oh, yeah. But what I had a problem with is... Well... 
We're waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You're making me work on things. Um, what I had a problem with is like, again, this is big time spoilers. If you haven't seen Top Gun, I'm going to spoil it for you. So either plug your ears or don't. I don't care. Um, so when he gets shot down, you think he dies. You know, or I did. I was like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Sure. Like he's, Everybody's bailing out of these planes. He's all the dead. Time. And then all of a sudden, they don't show you him bailing out. No, they don't. Uh, they don't show you anything about it. They just show him get shot down. And then all of a sudden, it, you know, you, they're cutting to different scenes. Different things are happening. And then it cuts to a scene, and he's on the ground picking up his parachute. And you're like, what? How did you live through that? Because the plane was literally on fire, falling through the sky when you saw it last. Now he's alive, picking up his parachute and running from a helicopter that is already there shooting at already him. already there yeah that was the unbelievable part to me not the fact that he bailed out or whatever it was that he was but, immediately on him but it was like enemy combatants yes but that but after then, but uh, even from that the fighter jet coming to save him against the helicopter completely ridiculous as well well I think. no so rooster coming in and shooting out shooting the helicopter down okay i i can understand that part he broke off from the team he went back De- de- happens to see a helicopter. Defied orders. Yeah. Probably getting court-martialed. And, and, and shoots the Just helicopter. Took, took down a $100 million jet. But then he gets shot down. Right. And he bails out, and they ha- and he happens to crash right next to 100 yards from where Tom Cruise is, and they find each other. I did not like that part oh, at I, all. I didn't care because it's Top Gun, man. But I like that they get the F-14, you know, and they're flying the Tomcat again, like up in the air. I think that's awesome. I don't think they both needed – I don't think you needed to have two planes crash, two people on the ground within 100 meters of each other, both of them climb in the Tomcat and fly away. At There's some point, another... I thought they, would, they were going to take the people – I thought the uh, hangman guy, the bad guy – I thought they were going to give him at least something besides what they did. Well, what they could have done is, is Rooster could have not gotten shot down. Yes. He could have shot the helicopter down. Correct. He, Tom Cruise could have screwed up there, got the other plane, and they could have took down the MiGs together. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Why did they shoot both of them down? I don't Cause know. Because they wanted them in the same cockpit. I didn't like it. Yeah, they wanted it to be Tom Cruise and Goose again. And, I mean, of course, if you're looking at it and thinking... Is that old aircraft going to take on those new aircraft? I mean, it's the man in the box. Of course, it's not going to. No, that's another pilot. That's another thing the guy, the pilot said on Jocko's uh, podcast. He said, absolutely. He said, new technology is always great. Or he said, is great. He said, but it doesn't always work. He's like, you and I both know this. He's like, you could get the best of the best and be out in the field, and it does not work. Right. He said, so. Regardless yeah, I mean, of the best of the best or these fifth gen fighters, he said at the end of the day, it really is on the pilot. Well, that's believable. Here's if you're going to tell me that that guy is wrong, no, listen, listen. You're the reason out why of your it's mind. believable is because the fight doesn't occur with guided weapons. Exactly, and they did. Well, no, that. they are guided. That's why they shoot no, off the flares all up, the time. Yes, but. It ends in a dogfight with guns. Correct. It that's does. how it ends. And that's more believable as far as taking it down. Okay. But regardless, the movie's really fun. And that's all that matters. It is super fun. I just... The stuff with Val Kilmer is good. 
the whole last half or you know, 45 minutes of the movie is really fun great edge of your seat stuff i had always you heard walk that, out of there smiling ear to ear yeah, by far you do oh what you and i had talked about before um so this movie tom cruise opens the movie prior to it ever starting with like a thank you message it, it's like a, awesome it's a message to like say thanks for coming to watch top gun we've worked really hard at putting this movie together for years and we hope you really enjoy it. all this kind of stuff like just thanking the the crowd you know the audience for coming to see the movie which is awesome but this is the first time i've seen tom cruise show his age yeah he looked old he looked he looked his age Yes, but to me, he did look old because he's never looked old before. He's looked younger than me. I would agree. He looks young in the movie, too. And Yeah, in the movie, he looks really young, but him sitting there, and it's just him like on the screen right in front of you. As soon as he popped up, I was like, oh. Yeah. It like shocked me. I was like, holy crap. Um, Tom Cruise is actually old. Well, he's 59 years old. I, I know he is, but nobody ever believed that. Right. It's because of the like because of the children's bloody drinks. He does, yeah. There's a couple other interesting things about this movie. Okay, in one of the first trailers, they show his jacket, and they had removed the Thai Thailand flag from it. So he's got on his jacket the flags of all the that. countries that Maverick has run operations in. Okay, and one of them is Thailand or Taiwan, Taekwondo, Taiwan. Yeah, they removed it because they didn't want to piss China off. Okay. All right. People brought it up after the first trailer and said, like, this is bullshit. Put it in. They put it back on. I don't think they released it in China after that. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're like, whatever, dude. This is America. This is Top yeah, Gun. This is America. So Tom, Gun. Tom Cruise made that call. That was awesome. I like that. Um, number two is uh, Jennifer Connelly. <sighs> she looks great. Boy, that lady. She's aged well. Yeah, she looks a lot great. better than Tom Cruise in that one thing. Yeah. So no, I mean, I, I all I think about about Jennifer Connelly is the labyrinth. I think about a Hulk. Labyrinth eyebrows. What do you mean eyebrows? She's got big eyebrows. She does. Well, I, I don't pay attention to eyebrows. Can we? Uh, I've try got this? big eyebrows try too. This? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We opened a strawberry it up. orange mimosa. Strawberry orange. I love strawberry and I love orange. This one does not smell good. Ooh. Not at no. all. No. Smells like poop. I was thinking like puke. Yeah. Not good. Um, no. It smells like a Flintstones vitamin. Flintstones vitamin. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I don't like that. No bueno. Ay, no. papi. No bueno. Um, there is only so much adrenochrome you can get from a baby, Jerry Snyder. Adrenochrome? Yeah. You can get it from babies. Oh, that's what uh, Hunter S. Thompson was all into, adrenochrome. You know that. Uh, you know that stuff. This tastes like Bud Light Seltzer to me. The other ones tasted like something else. That's not good. Uh, that's not good at all. No. What's the last flavor? Or we should wait. All right. Oh. Uh, anyway, Top Gun, um, I recommend thumbs up. Yes. I would give it two thumbs up to go to because it is a, it's a popcorn flick. It's not anything that's going to change your. Like, and don't, and, and see it in theaters. Yeah, you got to see it. In get theaters. moving. Yeah. Get your butt moving. See it in theaters. It's a perfect 
movie theater movie? Get up, get moving, get exercising, uh, and watch Tom Cruise. Yeah. You know, run. Oh, the other thing interesting about this movie, Val Kilmer. Um, obviously, he uh, he lost his voice. He has no voice. He did. He has a, one of those... I am a robot. No, he, I don't think... Yeah, he's he, just got a hole in his throat. Yeah, but he's got one of those things that you put up to your thing. He does? Yeah. You sound like... You talk like a robot. Yeah, like the guy on uh, South Park. Yeah. He's got I one of those. Me. I'm upset. Or the guy, the <laughs> cigarette-smoking guy from uh, The X-Files, one of the later movies. He has got yeah. One of those. yeah. They uh, used an advanced AI to take all of the clips of Val Kilmer's voice throughout his whole life and to... But they didn't do anything. Yeah, he, he speaks. He, like, growly, like... Growly speech, but that's fake. That's computer. It is? Computer generated. That's that, AI. He can't do that. Oh, he can't speak at all? He has no voice box. I didn't know It that. was removed. He had throat cancer. There's no such thing as a voice box. Larynx? They removed it. It's gone. He can't speak. Isn't that the little Dr. Seuss guy? That's the Lorax. <laughs> That's the guy. So they removed his Lorax. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He speaks for the trees. He had a trachos, tracheostomy. Correct. Tracheostomy. Where they remove it? Like a colonoscopy. No. No. Colostomy. An ostomy. An ostomy. Colostomy, trichostomy. <clears throat> yeah, so that's bad. Yeah, no, it's it bad. Seems like that's but he, bad. He's he didn't he doesn't have cancer anymore. He's so not dead great. either. Yeah, uh, he looked pretty good. I've seen him in some other movies recently where he didn't look as good, so he looked better. He's been in multiple other movies. Well, he was in uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. That's right. He didn't look great, but he talked in that one. I don't know if he did. Yes, he did. No, he was silent. Are you sure? Yeah, he played Silent uh, Bob. No, I thought he played Blunt Man, Dick Puncher. Chronic. I don't remember, like dude. <laughs> I thought he was like. No, that's Mark Dick Hamill, Cockknocker. Oh, yeah, that's right. He Cock-knocker. played. Uh, he played Silent Bob. You're right. He, he played, played... Uh, Cro- Blunt Man, and he didn't talk. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't talk. Exactly. And I remember. Well, we both went. We went to the movie together to see it. And I remember we should rank Val Kilmer movies next week. Oh my gosh, I would want to I do love that. Val Kilmer. I want to do that. I want to do it too. That's a good He's idea. He's one of my favorite actors. Well, I'm going to beat you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'll be your Huckleberry. I'll be, oh, okay. Well, we know where that's going to rank. Not in my top 5. What? This Val Kilmer's been in so many good movies. You're an idiot. All right, um, on to the next. Should we talk um, um, about another movie, or there's a couple shows? What time? Yeah, we let's got? let's hit up a show. We've got an hour and twenty seven. Oh, took Nolan, long, you can't say time. things like that because we have to do a ranking next week, and you're giving away the gander or the goose. You can't goose my gander. You can't goose my. You gander. can't gander my goose is what I meant. Because I, I Saint would be dangerously close to my number one as well. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. I don't know what movie that is. Is that real? Yes. Okay. Um, I um, know that you want to talk. You have a lot of opinions on Obi-Wan. You I do. You want to go there? Because I, we can also talk Stranger Things. Did you watch episode five? Yes. Okay. Um, can I tell you? Yeah. So let's... I want to do Obi-Wan real quick. 
I love Obi Wan. This you, show you, was good. You hated it last week. You went on I didn't, and on about how much you hate this show. I didn't and say how, hated how it. I have it's problems. Ruining Star Wars. I did not um, ruining say the character. Any of that. No, yes. I didn't. You I did not say it was ruining. You the hated character. Leia. You hated female characters. You hated. <laughs> I didn't say any of this. I did say that I don't like the storyline with Leia in it. You said you said things that were racist. You said <laughs> all kinds of things yeah. against the show. Yeah. Well, I'm going to continue. Okay. Go ready. Ahead. Uh, so I like. I like Obi Wan. I like the story. I like that they're doing this. Um. There are just things in it that aggravate me. So they had the flashbacks in episode five with him, and uh, it was supposed to be young Anakin. He doesn't look it, so young. He doesn't look young at all. And there's nothing. I mean, they've in de-aged t- people, and they times, age people. At times he looks young enough. At other times he looks old. Yeah, and that's aggravating. You you've spent so much money on making Mark Hamill look like. Well, the Luke. thing that's crazy is Ewan McGregor looks young. He looks younger than what Anakin did. Yeah, but you got when they were together. Yeah, yeah, but it's fine. I can let it go. Okay, I, I loved that flashback scene, and I'm not I can a let, flashback fan. Yeah, I can let that go to, as well. I just thought it was funny more than anything like when i saw him i was like holy crap like you've done so much other stuff like where you're de-aging people well, hayden christian's like, only gotta be like he's probably my age he's aged right? rough he has aged rough right he, yeah. i don't feel like he's i saw him in i saw him in some uh interviews and he has aged he's got rough. a lot of wrinkles rough he's got jowls he's got hanging down jowls man how old is he he's old enough he's 41 so he's close to my age, yeah, not, not that far. He looks older than I do. Uh, yes, by a lot. Um, anyway, but my my only issue with the with the most recent episode was uh, so just like spoilers, like these gates are closed. They're inside this little like closed in arena almost, and so the Empire comes in. There's stormtroopers and the new uh, Inquisitor. Grand Inquisitor shows up. Reva, right? Reva. She shows up. She's walking towards the the door after they shot it a couple times. Obi-Wan's on the other side, like, getting ready to press his, like, face and ear to the door. And she's doing the same thing. And immediately starts talking to him because they could feel each other through the Force. That I understand. She starts talking to him. I get it. Like, you would want to say that, say something to him. The problem I had is the conversation they had. It all of a sudden got really deep into her past and stuff on each side of the door. I just didn't feel like Wait, that was okay. the place to do it. So this it felt is out of place. The real issue you had with the show? With this episode. Because I feel like that was one of the best parts of the episode. Absolutely not. It was so stupid that they did it at that moment. I mean... While they're shooting, trying to get inside. Other than the fact that her acting is so distractingly terrible. I, I thought it was just silly that they put that in that spot right there. Why wouldn't you wait until... He he literally surrenders himself and they're talking face-to-face about things. Why can't they have that conversation face-to-face? I don't understand on each side what of this. you dislike so much about it. It was I dumb. It was great. I no, thought it was great. It was a strange stop in in the show at a that break point. Breaking the action. I thought it was much needed, breaking that action. I thought it was really dumb. I it think was, it was a lot less dumb than no, Leia 
in a tunnel working on wires as Kumal Nanjiani stood outside asking her if she was done yet. I agree. For 45 minutes. But here, yes, I completely agree. That was stupid too. But as she's going like that, she, she's just like, no, what I thought was, yeah, I know. And how come you can fix everything in the Star Wars universe by plugging a wire in? That's all you got to do, man. Yeah, you don't need to diagnose anything. Nope. You don't need a soldering iron. Nope. You don't need to fix a processing circuit board. No, it's just like in the 1920s when you yeah. had like... Everything's got a wire. Yeah, you just plug them in and you connect the next line. It's real annoying. <laughs> no, the reason I didn't like the whole like talking through the door thing is because... It just felt strange to me where they're shooting the door. They're ready to come in and attack. She's all pissed off, wants to get after him. Put And then all of a sudden, he puts his ear to the door, her hand to the door, and she walks up to it. Two minutes later, she's crying. What? Like, wait a minute. How, how are you already crying at the door just because he starts talking about younglings? Well, I don't I, understand how she it felt weird. She to is me. such a, a bad actor. She's um, not good. Hopefully, she's dead, so we don't have to worry about it. I don't think she is. No, though. she's absolutely not dead. Um, she's such a bad actor, and I really dislike the fact that Dirk. Thanks for liking the stream, buddy. Um, also, thanks for sharing our stream. Nolan said, "If Leia was a cute puppet made to look like Yoda, I'd be all in." Wait, we already had that. That is what Leia is. A, that's her yeah, function of the show. It is. is to be Baby Yoda. She's Baby Yoda. Yeah, um, that's a good call. Point. Point. I'm trying to make is okay. First of all, the first we've seen of, of a competent Obi Wan Kenobi, light and bad, being badass. He wasn't though. Wrong. Oh no, he was not. When the whole stormtroopers are coming in. Oh, I'm sorry. The lady gets shot, and he's doing. Absolutely nothing. Running away. The last episode, which we haven't talked about, was the first when he's in the with the underground underwater place where he's deflecting all the laser blasts and he's killing all the stormtroopers. He's barely killing anyone. He's running away from all of them. Dude, I'm talking about when he rescues Leia in the last episode. Not the fifth episode, the fourth episode. We haven't talked about it. He rescues Leia in the underwater place. Underwater. They oh, run oh, yes. And, and he's he stops. being a total okay. badass. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. And he stops the water yes. from the crack. And he's also shown, shown glimpses in the next episode of being badass as well. He's using the force. He's stabbing a lot of stormtroopers through the gullet. It's good stuff. It, it, he does do a little bit of he like does a, little a bit no! More. He does so, some of that. So much. we've played video games of Stormtrooper or of like Jedi stuff, right? Why are they not capable of any of the stuff you play in a game? Well, it, this is exactly my argument against you because this is what I felt like the first time, especially with Vader and maybe one of the best Darth Vader appearances we've ever seen ever. on anything. Yes. Other than the video game. Yes. The last video game, which was Fallen in Order. Yeah. Which was the best Darth Vader we've seen. Correct. Um, this is second to that. Yeah, he, Darth Vader is. An yes. incredibly powerful Darth Vader, menacing. He pulls that ship down. He rips the door open. Door, the, when he rips the side off. This is, is the first awesome. time I have actually seen a genuinely scary Darth Vader. Yes, I completely agree with you. And I think I they're love just it. lighting it up with the Darth Vader. Yes. The downside is they're making Darth Vader seem like a real incompetent idiot. No. But they've always done that. All Empire people just walk slowly until everybody gets away. You ever notice that? 
The Empire always just walks slowly towards you until you get away just in the nick of time. Yes. So I I don't feel like they made Vader seem incompetent because... He did get tricked, I guess. He he didn't. He was playing that game the whole time. He says it at the end of the episode. Well, he didn't want to let Obi-Wan get well, away. Well, no. He just didn't know there was two different ships. Right. He didn't it's know the, he got tricked. That was the only trick, though. The whole game, he knew what he knew what was happening the entire time. So he says. <laughs> well, okay, here's okay. the other thing. This isn't like he, oh, so he says. He, no, he, he he rips. The, he clearly okay, knows. Listen, he rips the lightsaber away from Reva and snaps it in half. Well, it's two different lightsabers. Two, two different lightsabers. Yeah. Whatever. He didn't starts snap using it in them. Half. Whatever. Later on, she grabs the fully reconstructed lightsaber. Uh. Yep. No, it's just the one. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's just one. Okay. Idiot. Scratch that. <laughs> no, it was just one, but... I don't know if I was... He wasn't He wasn't tricked. Darth Vader wasn't tricked at all. He played the game the way you need to play it because of her, what because of th- Reva. What did you think about the Force fighting without a lightsaber? Oh, I love it. What I want more of that. that. How can you not be? They never use the force I feel like when they fight un- ever. I feel like it was unbelievable. They never use the force when they fight in any of the believable? shows. Yes, it's believable. Is it just because she's too weak? Absolutely. Would he be able to do that against Obi-Wan? I don't believe so. No, if his he, attack would be too strong. They, they No, not only that. Like they would. He has the ability in the force to stop that. You know what I mean? Like He also has the ability to do that to Darth Vader. You know what I mean? Like use no, he the doesn't. force. That's he yes, he does. He, Darth, I he think does have. I think the it's ability. about your power, right? No, it's so, about your side. So light and dark side, maybe. But it's also about your power. So if you're strong with the force, when you're attacking with a, for, a lightsaber, it's not as as hard as your arms can swing. It's your it's, force. The power. force is moving that. So I would agree. You could probably and go through. There's that. no doubt that she's probably on the very weaker end of absolutely. So I mean. But I think they're playing into that because of like what we saw in the prequels where Darth Vader stops like a uh, blaster bolt or uh, Kylo Ren st- stops the yeah, blaster that, bolt. That was cool. I think they're playing into that where they're using the force more. I, I want them to use the force more. We well, haven't seen the force like that used well, her, in any show or movie. Him besides pulling down Kylo the ship. Um, obviously, we've seen uh, Ray prequels, do yeah. it. Nobody's done or it in not the, prequels. the prequels. I, I didn't mean the prequels. I meant the most recent Star Wars movies. We've obviously seen only Rey do it, right? And she's trying to. She was battling Kylo Ren to do that. But the Chewbacca ship. Yeah. But it's established that she's probably one of the more powerful Jedi that's ever existed. Yep. All right. Or not Jedi, or Force users. Um, We know Anakin is one of the most... Powerful force users Absolutely. ever existed. All the midichlorians, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Point is, so that's believable for sure. He does it with some more ease. I will say, in the comic books, in Vader Down, he's pulling ships down, like, left. That's like right. I, I think yeah. he does that. Um, I like it. I like what they're doing. I, I like that. But I don't like how they're playing Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan comes off a little, a, as a whiny, little kind of incapable... Very incapable. I love, you know what I love though? When Vader says stop, he knows he's lost. Yes. And then he did know that he lost. Yeah. uh, No, I I absolutely love it. And then they go through there and I love the. um, That's when he comes back and and he's like, no, I have to 
I have to go there. I love that. And I love the whole subtext of the the underpinning subtext of the episode because it worked on dual layers. Yeah. I like there was the, multiple layers the to fact it. of like the whole theme of the episode was you don't need lightsabers to fight. Yes. You can use the force and you can use other ways. And and he and says they, they set like, that up in the past and the present and, and the, the future. future. Yeah. I love that. That was very good. That's very good writing. But I also like where he surrenders himself and then where uh, she says, she's like, Vader's coming for you. He's like, he's not coming for me. Or, well, I can't remember how he phrased it. It was something like, or he's like, I'm, you didn't bring him to me. I brought him to you. Yeah. And because he's using her as like a pawn, like she was so easily man- manipulated on either side. By Vader and by, uh, oh yeah, she by Obi Wan. Yeah, she was absolutely manipulated because of her extreme like obsession and anger to either get Obi Wan or to get back at Vader. Well, it he knows Obi Wan can see it. He goes, he he can see her flaws, and that's why. And Vader saw it as well because yeah. he saw all of it happening, well, and he knew what was going he knows to happen because he knows because those were his flaws. Exactly. That's why they brought it up. Yes, and that's why they had the whole fight scene where he says. After, you know, like Obi-Wan loses his lightsaber and says, you're, you've lost. And then Obi-Wan says, uh, he's like, you're so obsessed with winning and wanting to win all the time. You don't look at every other possibility on how to fight. And then obviously loses that battle. And then it immediately goes into uh, Darth Vader coming into Reva, like losing, basically. Yeah, I mean, Obi uh, Anakin's obsessed it's with awesome. pride. And uh, recognition, Reva's ex- obsessed with revenge, and you know, Obi Wan is—he's not obsessed with that. I mean, he's a true Jedi, but yeah, we know now, and this show knows that there's other paths other than light and dark. Yep. So I'd like to see that play into this, which it hasn't. It it only has in the newer movies. Yeah. When when when, when Luke Skywalker burns the Jedi text that's the only place we've yep. tied it into this particular storyline we've seen it obviously in um in the mandalorian and that stuff in, in ahsoka and rebels and other things i'd like to see it come into this um no one says if you've beaten jedi fallen that's order you feel like a kitten when facing darth vader it's not about attacking him it's about running away and surviving absolutely it's the best in my opinion best portrayal of darth vader that we've seen in anything um it is menacing it yeah. has you shaking, you know, it's menacing. Well, this is even on, um, on, uh, what's that? Thing? Vader down. Yeah. Vader. Or down. No, uh, Vader uh, immortal. Vader immortal. When you first see him, it's menacing. Yeah. What, but, what's that thing called? Oculus. Oculus. I couldn't think of it. So playing on the Oculus the first time you used to take a step back when he, I did. Yeah. I, I took a couple steps back and you, you, he comes in and it's so crazy because you know it's a game, but it's in your face and you're you've got these goggles on, you know, and that's all you see. So you're immersed in the world, and all of a sudden he comes in through this door and walks in front of you, and it's like holy shit! I, I don't know why, but it's it's like freaky. And then you uh, and McGregor even said that the first day of filming that he saw, uh, what's uh, um. His name Hayden Hayden Christensen. Christensen was in the suit. He said the first time he saw Hayden Christensen in the suit and actually showed up on set and walked in front of him. He's like, it was 
relatively terrifying because you have this big, like tall person just walking up to you like he does. He's like, I, it was uncomfortable a little bit. And I can understand that. I think it would be. Yeah. Well, I say this, uh, uh, that fallen order might be my number one favorite, uh, Darth Vader portrayal. Number two might be the very end of rogue one. And number three is this. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Nolan says the actors that played the third sister and Leia are terrible. Uh, the spectacle is amazing. The sets, most of the action, the special effects, etc. Loved the Vader fight where Vader is so badass. Uh, he barely has to move. Yeah, I, that's what I like too. They played it off as like the almost sets, the spectacle and the music, but is very good his, and the special effects. His battle with uh, Riva, the third sister, where he is like just moving in a circle and using the force around her. I like that a lot because it felt like, um, like a kung fu movie. You it know, did like kinda, a, yeah, where he was just like moving around. It was kind of like the Matrix too. Yeah. It was like the Matrix and some sort of Kung Fu movie where he was just using the force and stopping her any way he can using his hands and moving her around. I liked that a lot. I I don't know why you didn't. I mean, it's not that I didn't like that. The only thing I didn't like is the aspect of that. He can so easily handle somebody with a lightsaber with no defense, but with only the force. Yeah. But again, you have to look at who you're fighting. I think, yeah. I, now that we've established that, I get that a little more. Yeah. Because um, she never became a Jedi. So I agree with Nolan. The spectacle is amazing. The set's amazing. Action, good, great. Special effects, phenomenal. I think this is the best I've we've ever seen of lightsabers. They look so good yeah, I in would this agree. show. Yep. Um, the music is really good. The actor that played the third sister agreed terrible. I didn't think. I don't think the Leia girl is that bad. She just doesn't have much to do. She's just a little girl. Well, they're trying to make a little girl a little sassier than it would be normal. Yeah, a little sassy pants, a little sassy sprout. So I don't like that. A little sassfrass. I liked, I mean, I don't know how many, there's only one more episode of this, right? Yeah, six. And then I don't, I, are they doing another season? They've got to, right? I don't know, but I hope that, I hope they do. If they're only doing six episodes, what are you going to accomplish? Or what are you going to even like? Well, I don't feel like they've, even accomplished anything now no they haven't that's what i mean there has to be more than this i feel like this is just the intro yeah to a larger story yeah there, there's a lot more to this story than what they're giving us now so we're gonna get these six episodes well, obviously they just left a huge cliffhanger like, well right with luke at the end yeah like just laying there on a bed dead mention, we got darth maul he's dead to, to talk about luke's dead I'm just peach. I don't like peaches. That's not going to be I, good. I don't either. I don't like peach at all, but uh, that's what we've got. Peach, orange. All of them have orange because it's a mimosa. Um, what do you mean Darth Maul? What about him? Well, in the well, cartoons, gotta come around. they have an epic fight on Tatooine. Oh, yeah. And yeah. He, oh, that's such a good episode. Yeah, let's see it in real life. Of Rebels. Nolan says the Leia actress is super cute, but she's so unrealistic as a child, even someone with the force. She doesn't know she has the force. Correct. And I also totally agree. It's an unrealistic portrayal of a child. She's written by an adult. She's a princess. Doesn't matter. I don't like it, but no, I I don't think the actress is, is problematic. She does not look 10 years old. She looks like she's six years old. Yeah. She does look about six or seven. 
She doesn't look very old at all. Ooh, and I got kids that age, and I can't imagine any of them no. rewiring the the rotary the top rotary. of the Superdome. <laughs> right, you know that I mean? is what it is. No, I I don't think any of my children would be able to do that either. But they also didn't grow up in a star system. He said it's not her fault. It's written wrong for the character. Agreed. Peach orange. Let's give her a sniff test. How much time we got left? Peach orange. We're at an hour forty-eight. We only got time for one more thing. That smells. Oh my god! That smells awful. No, it doesn't. It smells like peach. This is every peach thing. That smells like bo, dude. Okay, we we've got to talk about uh, Jurassic World Dominion. This is the last thing we're going to be able to talk about. Is that what it's called, Dominion? Oh wait, we got to review this. This is the worst thing I've ever tasted. Worse than the strawberry? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be undrinkable. It's not good, but not undrinkable. It's last place for me. I'm going in order. Oh, uh, yeah. Best is pineapple. Second best is pomegranate. Third best is strawberry. This is last. I agree with all of it, but I'm I'm going to put strawberry at the last and uh, peach above that. I would never normally do that, I think. That's what I'm going to go with right now. I mean, the only reason Boy, I Boy, I don't know that aftertaste. Maybe I agree is because this is a little more subdued than but the strawberry. But it's got a terrible aftertaste. All right, let's talk about Jurassic World. Is it Dominion? Yeah, Dominion, the newest one that literally just came out. Took the family to see it. Jerry went and saw it a couple days later. Yeah, with the with all the boys. A lot of opinions. Uh, Initial reactions, can I give you mine? Yep, go for it. This movie is dog shit. Yes. It's terrible. It's so... so I said it during the movie. I said it after the movie. And... So th- I, I slept on it, and I said it the next morning, and my opinion has not changed. So this the next morning, w- the next morning we were at, uh, I had it was a Saturday. We had T-ball that morning, and then uh, Chris's daughter had a, a Pinto softball game, and I came over, sat next to him. We were talking. He said, I went and saw Jurassic Park. I was like, oh, how was that? And he's like, not good. I, didn't, I did not like it. And immediately I'm skeptical because I'm like, what? Like, Why? Like how how could you not like it? These you're taking it too seriously. Why are you saying this? It can't be that bad. That's what I told you. I was like, really, it can't be that bad. Like I'm sure it's not as over exaggerated as you put it. Well, then I went and saw it that night, and it was the most boring thing I've seen. Yeah, it's super boring. That's the problem with it. It's like sure you. You get action, you get a lot of crazy dinosaur effects that are cool at the time um, when they're happening, but everything in between is awful. Yeah. It's not the just story is unbelievable. The story is so bad, and the, it, the plot doesn't even make sense. The plot doesn't make sense at all. The, the bad guy... The the bad guy who where that, is that guy acting? Who is he acting to? <laughs> it's not not the audience. It feel like he not has the a movie. different script than the rest of the movie. <laughs> he's he's in a different movie than everyone else. He is not in the same movie. This guy is lost. I like I, the actor. I like him in Royal Pains. 
He's been in some other good movies. To be honest, I like the way he's acting. I like the way he's acting too, but it just doesn't, it just doesn't make fit. any sense. It's no, it's not that it doesn't fit. It doesn't make sense at all in the story. It's like they were writing a story and they quit writing that story and then they just shoehorned something together. How can a it movie It looks like he's frustrated about the story. How can a three hundred million dollar <laughs> Jurassic World movie get made with no script? It doesn't have a script. I really felt like they were leaning on they, the reintroduction of Ian Malcolm yes. and Alan Grant and whatever. Jeff Goldblum. Um, what's her name? Is it Laura Dern? Oh, Laura. Yeah. I feel like they were playing that up. Like, oh, people are going to love this just like they love. Uh, Everybody loves Jeff Goldblum right now. Everybody was going to be like on board I don't think it him. was as much him because he's been in the other some of the other ones. I think it was the other two and they're going to like when we bring him back it's going to be br- like bringing back Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill and they could have done it. Ford. They could have done it. They couldn't have done it because people don't care as much about those characters. When we see those characters on screen, okay. they want you to go, "Oh my god." But what did everybody do? They went, "Oh, huh, so those guys well, we already knew that they were coming because of every trailer that was ever put out. The point is, nobody cares about them. You're right, but they also could we have used... We want to see more Chris Pratt. They could have used them better. They could have used them... In, instead of using them the entire movie, bring them in towards the end and have them do something amazing. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, and they were bumbling. They were not good. No, they were not good at all. And then the whole... it physically pissed me off when she said they're, they're walking out of uh, someplace, going somewhere, doing something. I don't know. But she said, yeah, he hit me up in my DM or he hit me in my DMs or. Yeah. You remember that part? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? Why did you force her to say that? Because it looked like she was forced to say that. <laughs> she acted as if she was forced to say that line. It just made no sense. Like the forced romance. the So dumb. Um, Ian Malcolm was great. I mean, for the little bit he's in it. Um, but even the whole story of, you know, the one guy who betrays the other guy and he's on their team, which it, it all happens. Like all the things in this movie happen and you're going... Oh, I see what's going to go on here. There's going to be a twist. And at sure. the end, like these bad people aren't really going to be bad. Like this was all going to be like an unfortunate accident. Sure. And then that doesn't happen. And you're like, no. oh, okay. They're, they're going with it. Okay. And then you're like, okay, well, there'll be but, a twist again and something different's going to happen. And then nothing different happens. It, and then, and then it, nothing happens. But, but ultimately, even after this place is like burning down. And because of the locusts, which immediately catch fire, fire? to everything. Yeah. This is a jungle. Have you ever lit a bonfire in a it, green forest? Yeah, it's dead. Nothing it goes happens. away. It no. doesn't burn down. That's not how forest fires work. No. It, it, regardless of that, even. It's so like, obnoxious. Though. So this encapsulated place is burning down. But outside of there, there's still dinosaurs living with people. So they end this whole thing. Like they go in this place to try to only get their the kid back, but then on the outside, there's still dinosaurs roaming around with everyone else. Right. They're still living with dinosaurs. 
absolutely nothing has changed. It what the only thing they were doing is trying to save this girl what, what from you, these bad guys, but yet they still bring one of the scientists back that is still going to study this girl. Okay, and, and let's change. talk about that. Let's what? talk about these guy, this guy who's she gets there. He's clearly not a bad guy. No, he's and she's like, listen, everyone in the world is going to die unless I can just study you and you could comfortably live and do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. But he, I just he, need to like study your genome for a little bit, and everybody on Earth can live. And it's literally like, let me draw your blood. And she immediately is like, fuck that. I'm running away. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like. Well, that wouldn't happen. and <laughs> So he leaves the room for literally 20 seconds, and she's like, I'm running away with a dinosaur. And this all can't just be avoided by like them immediately going to her and her parents yeah. and being like, we fucked up. Listen, we, we fucked up. The world's going to die, and all we need to do is take a sample like, of her blood. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, can we just, can we just have a sample? Yeah of her blood real quick and we could save the world from everything that's ever happened. Nope. We're going to hide in a cabin. We can end cancer (laughs) and all disease. What? Screw that. We're hiding in a cabin in the mountains. Okay. Two, two shining beacons. We can't be all, I'm going to become a logger. (laughs) Two good points. I can't, we can't be negative on everything. One, a phenomenal action sequence with him and the motorcycles and the Raptors through, oh, what yeah. was that, Italy? I don't even know where they were. Uh, yes. Cairo, who knows? It Montenegro. Malta. It, it might be that. I think it's Malta. Uh, fun. It very was cinematic, very cinematic, very good to see. Um, the dinosaur stuff was fine and cool as always. I thought some of the CGI was a little shaky on the baby and, and blue sometimes. Yeah, maybe. Um, the girl, what's her name? Is it Bryce Dallas Howard? Uh, it's something Dallas Howard. Bryce Howard. Dallas Howard. Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah, I know who girl. you're talking about. Is it Bryce? She's good. She had. I, I she liked is her. Good. She's she's good. To be honest, I like the scene where she's crawling in the water, even though it's very unrealistic. Crawling and in the water. She as soon as she oh, gets out of the great scene. Yeah, she crawls in the water, gets underneath, like super slow towards the camera. Goes under the water. That's a freaky scene. And that dinosaur is freaky. Yeah. That's cool. There's And the dinosaur fight at the end was pretty cool, too. I thought it was cool, too. And, and that's the boys love that. Oh, yeah. This the, is a good kids movie. The kids enjoyed it. The kids yeah. liked it a lot. Uh, Even Marley liked it. And then dude saw it. He loved it. Y- yeah. If you don't think at all. I don't. <laughs> then you can enjoy this movie if you don't if get you, bored. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You literally just said, if you don't think at all, you will love this movie. Yeah. If you don't think at all. Yeah, if you don't think, if you don't put oh, any you thought meant, into You it. meant to say that. Yeah. Oh, that was like a... Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, if you just literally watch it without thinking about <laughs> anything about what it is. I thought you were, like, tearing people down and saying, like, if you don't have a brain... No, no, no. I'm not tearing them down this. because if you're just... If you're just you don't think at all. Want to watch some dinosaurs do some things? Listen, if you're fine. absolutely brain dead, you would love this movie. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if you don't put thought into the plot. What plot? Exactly. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. But some people can enjoy it just by looking at the pretty dinosaurs. You can. And in a lot of sequences were great. I just don't like 
what I really didn't like, and I told you that, is how they went from scene to scene, and it was almost like you're just like plugging these people into this scene. It's after they've been, they were some stop somewhere, talking about plot, Jerry, because the plot is so bad. They, they were somewhere completely <laughs> different, and now all of a sudden, boom, they're on an ice sheet, yeah, with a dinosaur in front of them, and then like boom. They're inside of this building with dinosaurs in Let's front of them. Let's talk about how terrible all of that was with the airplane lady. Oh, I, I, I mean, ugh. It doesn't make any sense. All right. And Nolan said, my kid is a huge Jurassic Park fan. Watched one through world on theater screen in the apartment. I'm very glad to not waste my money on this one. I've heard terrible things. If your kid is a huge Jurassic Park fan, go see it. Yeah, absolutely. It is a very cinematic, big screen popcorn flick movie your kid will love it you won't hate it you probably would have liked it until you heard us talk so shitty about it maybe <laughs> uh, to be honest like it's it's worse than the last one i can just say that if you liked the last one i thought it was boring the last one was bad too i thought the last one was terrible so this one's worse to me but if you didn't think the last one was terrible you might not think this one's terrible i didn't think the last one was terrible um, I didn't bad. think it was good, but I didn't think it was terrible. This one, I feel like surpassed that. I'm sorry, I do. I thought it was very, very boring in the beginning. It was very boring. It took sure. a long time. For Even it Marley, be- we walked out of there, and Marley's just like, I, this movie just went on, and there, it was just really boring. Yeah, it, it was. And really anti-science and really anti-agriculture. Yeah, it really was. I asked you if you over the top. Like, are you planting the bio biosin? Yeah, biosin seed, which is Monsanto. Of course, yeah. it is. They're evil. Or Syngenta. Actually, Marley's like, is that supposed to be Syngenta? I'm like, yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I would say Monsanto. Monsanto's They're been in more the, popular in yeah. the public eye a lot more than what Syngenta has. But yeah, I would agree. Um. Okay, that's basically all we got. I, we don't have time for much more. We don't have time for Stranger Things. We'll talk about it next time, which is fine. Yeah, there's more to Stranger Things coming. I, I want to talk about Stranger Things. Next time, bruh. All right, that's it for Snarf Talk this week. I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See ya. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> That's not the right sound. We'll do this one. Bye. See ya.